0: Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI, the podcast that connects marketing to your business's revenue and covers everything you need to know to stay up to date in this crazy digital marketing world.
1: Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI. I'm your host, Shannon Allen, and I'm here today with my co-host, Crystal Vivian. How are you doing, Crystal? I'm doing great, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. I'm you know, we're on Zoom today. I like it better when we're in studio together, but with the way the weather's been and just our schedules, this just worked out
0: best, right? Yeah, this worked out best and it's nice that we have the technology to do this. We do. We have the
1: technology. I'm actually waiting on some updates to the Kalamazoo Michigan office that I'm in because I've got our engineers are helping me and our IT department helped me set up a better studio here. So we have both the Mishawaka studios and our Kalamazoo studios. So it'd be fun Sometimes, sometime even though I don't like a recording of myself but I do sometimes love the podcasts where I can interact with them too and watch them in the studio do you
0: yeah. like that I do sometimes I yeah. my husband and I were actually talking about this the other day because he was like who even listens to podcasts anymore because he was talking about the Kelsey Brothers podcast oh yeah which I love yeah and i love it too and he's like i just watched like a- some clips here and there but like have yeah. time to like sit down and like watch a whole podcast and i was like well some people might be watching the whole thing all at once but a lot of people are just watching like bits and pieces or they're yeah i they're- actually like it for the car. clips. everybody has so many different ways of consuming and he yes. was like oh, yeah that makes a lot of sense
1: yeah no i'm a, i'm a huge in my car podcast like i do but i'm i'm with him i like the clips of the kelsey brothers like i watch that more so maybe we need to do our own reel and we'll do that, well, that would be <laughs> i don't fun. think it'd be quite as funny but you know Hey, we're not that entertaining. And I always say I have the face for radio, right? I could rather be. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's not true at all. Not true.
1: Uh, all right. Well, today we're going to have a discussion on something that we kind of teased about with your social team at the end of 2023, right? We kind of ran out of time and we we really wanted to, for our listeners, dig into more of the the social platforms, right? Yeah, but, nice. you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, to me, are the big one, two, and three. And for the sake of this, I think what we're going to do is today we're just going to talk about the Meta platform, right? We're going to talk about Facebook, we're going to talk about Instagram, and then we'll do a part two for our listeners listeners to follow up with more of a LinkedIn conversation? Because you and I both agreed like that's a, that's a topic in itself,
0: right? 100%. Well, and it's such a different because it's very B2B or professional networking focused. It's a totally different beast. So it really deserves its own spotlight. Whereas Instagram and Facebook, they are their own platforms. They're very different, but because they're under the meta umbrella and it is very much more consumer-based, general population-based, I think it makes sense to talk about them together.
1: Perfect. Okay, so let's start out for our listeners. What would you say are some of the biggest struggles that business owners are going through right now that are handling their own Facebook and Instagram um, content, and you know, working within that platform?
0: Yeah, I think honestly, the biggest challenge is the content creation, and then getting any kind of traction with that content. So it's what kind of content do I need to make? What kind of content is going to move the needle? What even needle am I trying to move? And I'm putting up a lot of times, I think business owners or marketing managers, they're putting up posts about their, their sale or their latest ad or something like that. And then they're wondering why, why isn't anybody seeing it? Why isn't anybody trying to have this conversation with me? How do I get more people to see it? How do I get more people to engage? And how do I do all of that without spending every single waking moment thinking about Facebook (laughs) or thinking about Instagram? And, and I'm here to tell you as somebody who spends most of my waking moments thinking about (laughs) Facebook and Instagram, it's a challenge. It's absolutely a challenge, but there's definitely some things that, that can make it easier. I think that business owners are excellent at running their business. You Mm -hmm. don't have to be excellent at running your social media. And so asking for help is great. And I think looking for resources like this episode, like talking about this podcast is going to be really helpful. Um, Absolutely.
1: And, you know, there's so many different ways that we see businesses that we work with that we help. We, we tell every client that, you know, we work with them on their social management. It's a service we provide, right? But we are a partnership with them. It is never, you know, very few times we that they are, that anybody would be hands off of this because we can't write content for you if we don't, you know, you're the expert, in your business. So it's a partnership together,
0: right? 100%. We can, we can do, there's only so much that we can do if if the client is not very, Involved. And we do have a couple of clients that are like that, and that's totally fine. And we do an okay job, but we know, and the client knows, that it will never be fantastic without their input because it does have to be custom. It is your business. Your business is the star. And it isn't so much necessarily that we can't learn your business because we do, we dive deep with our clients. We really get to know their business. It's, we need to show you, we need to show your locations. We need to show your team. And we can't do that on our own. And no, no social media agency can, no agency that's providing social media management can do that on their own. It has to be a partnership. We do a lot of content gathering with our clients. We do what we call media days where we're going out and we're shooting photos and shooting videos and gathering as much visual content as we can. And that's really critical. And I think doing that on a regular basis, some, you know, seasonally for sure. We
1: uh, we agreed with that. It just, it makes a big difference. Can I ask this? So one of the things you said right off the bat, you kind of did a two-parter here of what people are struggling with and we'll get to the part that is kind of out of their control, right? The more of the algorithm and the secret sauce of what's going on behind the scenes. But up front, you said that business owners struggle the most probably with content. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because we talk a lot about content pillars when we work with our clients. Like, how do we break that in? But if you could just kind of touch on both with Facebook and Instagram on the struggles or the challenges, like a couple of ideas for our listeners. Like, don't overthink this, right? Like, we we, we don't need to overthink our content,
0: Yes, I we definitely don't need to overthink it. I think that the biggest challenge that I see is that a lot of business owners, they, you know, you're neck deep in your business and you're just thinking about your business. And so a lot of times when we're thinking about content that we want to put on our social media, we're thinking, well, what are the messages that I want people to see? What are the things that I want to put out there? And they almost do it like like ads. Like this is the message that I want to get out there and right. this is about my sale or this is about the discount yes. that I'm running or something like that. The biggest thing that I can say is that you have to start from the outside in rather from the inside out. Get out of who you are as a business owner and think about yourself from the consumer and think about who that person is that you want to buy your product or hire you for your service. I
1: love that. That's great.
0: That's great advice. What are they doing in their life? How what are they coming to social media for? They're scrolling on their phone as an escape from their day. They've got 15 minutes or 5 minutes or you know, whatever, they're in the pickup line, they're, you know, it's after bedtime, they're on their lunch break at work, or they're doing research for something, or whatever it is, they're on social media and they're looking for an escape. What kind of content can we create that we have fun doing as a business owner, as a marketing manager? how can we have fun creating content that is interesting and compelling, that pulls those people in, entertains them a little bit and brings them to us. It's not about getting your message to a consumer. It's about building that relationship. And how do we build relationships? We share experiences together. We talk about things in common. We come together and we have fun. We laugh. We get emotional. We get, yeah, ready.
1: we engage with the content. And one of our, our solutions is social engagement. And the reason why we call it social engagement instead of social management, that's what we do for them. But the goal is to engage, right? And I love what you're saying because it's trying to get our listeners and our business owners that are doing this themselves to think about that word engagement. What's going to get you to engage?
0: Yes. What's going to get somebody to stop scrolling and engage and leave that comment or like that post. And it's not going to be, it's not what, what you think it's going to be right away. But if you try to make it something that's going to be interesting or fun or funny to them, to the consumer, and that builds that awareness. I think that we focus because we talk so much about engagement on social media, and that is really critical, but it starts with the awareness. It starts with the, okay, I'm top of mind as a business because people see my content all the time and they keep reacting to it and they keep coming back because they they laugh at it. You know, I think even about like our advertising is really funny. We, we try to do a lot of funny things in our video ads and the t- commercials that we see when we're streaming, the ones that we remember are the ones that are entertaining and our social media should be no different than that, except it's it's every day
1: yeah and talk a little bit when we talk about the struggles are would you say that the the struggles are the same both with content on facebook as they are on instagram or are we talking about different type of struggles
0: so i think it's it really comes down to the differences in the platforms on facebook You know, we can post pictures, we can post videos, we can post links. There's all sorts of different things. On Instagram, we really can only post photos and videos. And Instagram, there's so, there's like four different areas of Instagram that we have to kind of think about as a business owner. Whereas on Facebook, it's for the most part, you're just posting to your feed, whether it's a reel or whether it, you know, sometimes you might do stories on Facebook, but Instagram, you're really doing, you're doing stories, you're thinking about your feed, thinking about reels, you're thinking about how can I get the content that I'm putting on my page, also on the Explore page? How can I increase discoverability? You can only do photos and videos on Instagram. You can't do links. You can put a a link in your bio. Getting to click that is is an engagement metric that Instagram does pay attention to and reward you for. It's figuring out what content is going to work on each platform and then figuring out how that algorithm works in a way that gets our content in front of people.
1: Okay. Well, so you've hit on the secret word here, right? So we, we talked to him a little bit about the struggles of the content. I think you gave some really good, just some basic, let's talk about the engagement, what we need to think about, but let's shift to the back end, right? So now they've created the content. We're trying to get it in front of people as they scroll. Right. And now we're, we have that, that great big word algorithm, which to me is just a recipe. It's a secret sauce. Everybody has their own recipe for how content shows up. Yes. So let's dive in a little deeper because I think, you know, the, the headaches we struggle with as a company ourselves whether that's our own businesses or it's as we work with our clients is the algorithm changes and the you know, nobody set, puts out a sign that says, "Hey, here's a newsletter, breaking news. We're changing the algorithm yet again." And Correct. and that doesn't happen. In fact, it never happens. And all of a sudden we just notice engagements down or, or something happens and we're looking at the reporting and the data and we're like, "Wait a second. What's going on?" So Talk okay. a little yeah. bit about
0: that yes so let's first talk about like what what is the algorithm right the quote unquote, the algorithm yeah. it, the algorithm is literally it's the artificial intelligence that a platform uses to determine what content out of all of the content that is available What content is displayed whenever a person opens up their app, whether it's Facebook or whether it's Instagram, and it's unique to each person. And we say the algorithm, like it's singular. It's not like one algorithm. There's multiple algorithms. There's multiple different rules. I open up my Facebook app of all of the posts that I could see in my feed, Facebook wants to show Crystal the post that I'm going to be most interested right. in to make me stay on the platform for as long as possible. But when I finally leave the platform, I am motivated to come back later. Instagram is doing the same thing. Yep. And there's different on Instagram, you have stories has its own algorithm, the feed has its own algorithm, reels has their own algorithm, the explore page has their own algorithm. But They're all doing that. They're all trying to give you, you, the individual, the content that you individually want the most. And they're doing that based on the inventory of posts that are available. So what's been published? What if business is publishing? What are your friends publishing and your family members? Because we're competing. We have to remember as business owners, we're not just competing with other businesses on Facebook and Instagram. We're also competing with your sister's pictures of her babies. Absolutely, that, yeah. And that's hard. It's hard yeah. to compete against cute children. Right.
1: And well, and, and I think of it this way. I mean, everybody's seen this themselves. If I do engage with an ad, it's asking me just point blank. Do you want more of this? Or do you want less of this? Because yes. it's, you know, I, I think the best example I would give to any business owner that doesn't think of it this way is Netflix is probably one of the most common um, streaming services out there that pretty much everybody has some version of Netflix. Yeah. But when you go to it, you might have multiple plat- or profiles, right? So I have my profile. My daughter has one. My nephew has one at my house. But each one of those is set up to what I want to watch, what it's they think I want. It's them. mine. And, and that's what I want everybody to remember is Facebook and Instagram is really doing exactly the same thing on their platform.
0: Yes. So they're going based on what... What all of the content that is published, but then also what the users are engaging with. If you like a lot of, you know, on Netflix, if you like like watch a lot of romantic comedies, your algorithm is going to recommend a lot of romantic comedies. Same thing on Facebook or Instagram. If you like, if you watch a lot of reels, if you watch a certain topic on reels, if you or if you engage in posts that are pictures of animals or are about a certain topic. Like my Instagram is flooded with stuff about parenting because I have a toddler because that's what I'm interested in. And everything and everywhere that I look on Instagram, it is parenting related. And my husband is is not. He, well, he's not on Instagram anyway, but his social media is totally geared towards his interests. And he's got some parenting stuff too from a dad perspective, but he's also got economic stuff and all of right. this He's a two. And-
1: yeah, I mean, Facebook knows what we're doing. Like, let's be clear. If you're on Facebook and you're stalking somebody <laughs> to the point of like, oh, this guy's cute. Maybe I'll date him and you're going to his page. Yes. It's going to then re- recommend that you friend him and it's going to recommend him that he friends you. So don't do that because they'll know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, they might not know if they're not, if they haven't, they
1: might not know if they're that, but I actually was, had a friend of mine that had gotten a divorce and she was doing that. And she's like, Oh, I got, I, I got that. I go, he's stalking you too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we, when we think about the algorithm, we have to remember not everybody who likes our page or who follows us on Instagram or follows us on Facebook, not everybody is going to see that. The only way to get more people to see your posts is to have more people engage with it. You publish a post. If that post gets engagement, right? Facebook will start showing or Instagram insert your platform here. As soon as that post is published, that post is going to start being served to people who Facebook thinks is most likely going to engage with that post. If those people do engage with that post, Facebook's going to continue to serve it to people over and over and over again. If it doesn't get a lot of engagement right off the bat, and with yep. right off that, I mean within like a couple of hours, then they're not gonna show it to people and your reach is gonna go down. And because Facebook is incentivized to show you, they wanna show you the content that's the best for you. They wanna show you the ads that's the best for you. That's why they're asking you that pop-up. Do you, you know, did you like this ad? Do you wanna see more of this or less of this? That's why everybody wants to go viral, right? Because going viral means that everybody is engaging with it. And then all of your other posts are going to benefit from that. A rising tide lifts all boats. The more engagement that you get on your content, the more all of your content performs better. But also the opposite is true, where the less engagement that you get on your content, the less your posts are going to be shown to people. And so you really want to focus on figuring out What kind of content can I create on whatever platform that you're on Facebook or Instagram? What kind of content can I create that gets people to engage and experiment with it? Um, Experiment with, you know, reels or videos or Q and A's and have, and and also have fun with it. So two things, one experiment and two have fun, because if you're having fun, your audience is more likely to have fun. And if they're having fun, that means they're entertained. They want to keep watching or they want to keep interacting. They'll come back over and over. And
1: number three, take yourself. And put yourself in their shoes.
0: Yes. I actually read something a little bit ago that said Facebook prioritizes content that is meaningful and informative. So meaningful could also be entertaining. It could also right. be, is this something that I want to share with my friends? You know, uh 25% off sale is, might be something that I want to share with my friends, but a really funny video about a common experience that I have involving this product or this service, I'm going to share that with my friends a lot more.
1: Right. Exactly. Well, okay. So I feel like we've covered, um, I was going to ask you for a couple tips, but I think you kind of gave that number one, number two, uh, we added the number three, which you talked about earlier, which is, you know, put yourself in the consumer shoes. Don't just think of it from your perspective. My favorite saying, what does it mean to me? And why should I care from yes. the consumer's perspective? Right. Yeah. So before we do our favorite question at the end, which is how do we tie this back to ROI? Let's talk about, we're going, we're in 2024 now. What's the biggest changes that we see on the horizon for Facebook or Instagram that you think might be worth our listeners hearing about?
0: Oh gosh. Um, there's a few things on both platforms. The number one is really video and specifically vertical video because on Instagram, we have reels Facebook. We also have reels, but even if it's just a, whether it's a reel or it's a feed video that you're just posting on your page, it should be vertical because it takes up more real estate on the screen. 80% of the people who are on social media are looking at it on their phone. So yeah,
1: that's, that's so important to remember, you know, it's huge.
0: So that's really big. I think that the more that we can do as business owners, the more that we can do, it doesn't have to be professionally produced, but do a raw video of, you know, hey, let's have like a QA and a of like the business owner and one of their employees doing something funny or like, hey, we're having a debate in the office or one of the things that I really love that I watch a lot that businesses will do is that like, like, let's say HVAC, for example, there was a trend recently where it was like, I'm a, you know, marketer. So of course I spend all of my free time on Facebook. Right. So like I'm an HVAC tech. So of course I spend my off hours getting asked about how to fix my air conditioning or my furnace by my family and friends, like things like that. Right. Um, Something funny, something, Or go around and ask people, like, what's the number one thing that you need to start your day? Or just something that shows off your people, something that is relatable. Asking Um, great
1: questions. I mean, I I sent you a a text the other day, and I just wanted to look it up to see. But within, like, a nine-hour period, I'm from the little town of Decatur with, you know, very small population, but we have the famous hayloft ice cream parlor there, right? It's this big beautiful red barn it's actually like in my backyard and it was taken over by new owners and they're very focused on social and i love that but you know it's their off season and somebody posted you know we're preparing for the 24 season put this big beautiful ice cream and it said what are some things you'd like to see that are being brought back and at the time i think i sent you there was like 68 comments yeah, and that was yeah. in nine hours there's now 107 in a period of three days 107 yeah. comments on little town of Decators. And uh, 138 likes and loves, but 107 comments. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. Uh, that yes. That's absolutely amazing. So let's talk about that. Like, why does that, why did that question resonate? Well, it's an easy to answer question. It's a one question. It's very direct. It is a question that everybody has. an opinion It's
1: food. About. Everybody loves talking about food.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause it's related to food, but it's yeah. also related to their business in a way that's really meaningful to the consumer. Yeah. So yeah. like my favorite ice cream is a big deal. That ice cream parlor doesn't serve my favorite ice cream anymore, but they're asking, Oh, do you want me to bring it back? Yeah. Yeah, I want you to bring it back. And I'm going to tell you about it all day long. And then it's non controversial. Nobody right. is getting offended because somebody likes peanut butter nope. over cookie dough over. And
1: honestly, I, I read through the comments. Everything's positive. It's like, Oh, I remember when they did this. And it's nostalgic. Like, yes. you know, it's been around for so long and it's gone through a couple different owners, but nothing like everybody loves it there
0: it hits all of those emotions. So you have an emotional reaction, but it's not controversial, but then people might also go through those comments and they're going to read those same things. And then they're going to reply too. Mm -hmm. and then how much more powerful, I don't know if the, if the ice cream parlor did this, I hope they did, but also think about how much, how powerful it is for that. Business owner to then go in to respond, and lying to people. Yeah, and then those people feel heard, even yes. if you bring back. I think
1: that's a really good point someday. to make sure you're you're replying to things. People love that, even if it's a negative. Reply to the negative. Oh, you know, remember. like
0: social media is social. Right. We forget about that. We think so much like. If I can have one takeaway for business owners when it comes to social media, it's that it's something that you have to participate in and engage in. And it's a two-way street. It's not, I want to push out these messages and hope people see it. And that I'm never going to look at this post ever again because I've published it. No, it's what can I do to bring people to my business? I'm throwing a party and I want all of these people to come in. And as the host of this party, I need to go around and talk to everybody who showed up. If you showed up to my party. I need to talk to you. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> And that's what we should be doing as business owners is getting in there, having those conversations, replying back and not replying back as like a voiceless, nameless brand. Right. Reply back as a person, sign your name. If you think that it's going right. to especially right. for a negative comment. Absolutely. And the more that we interact on our business pages as people, whether we're creating content or responding to comments, the more successful our pages are going to be. Because at the end of the day, all of us as individuals, we want to connect with other people, Right. And the more that we can do that as a business, the more successful our social media is going to be Facebook and Instagram and really any platform, but especially, right. those
1: especially those two. All right. So we've, I think we've given our listeners um, some great information. Thank you for that. But let's bring it back. If we had to tell our listeners, how does social content tie into the ROI of their business?
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's hard because it's not saying, oh, if I have 50 people who like my post, then I'm going to calculate that out and I can get a 7% ROI or whatever. That's not, We're not doing math here. The ROI of your social media content is in the awareness and the engagement stages of the consumer journey. Every consumer journey starts with that awareness stage. It's the first step. That's what we're doing on social media. We're getting our audience, we're getting people in our communities aware of our brand. And then we're engaging with them and we're bringing them in. We're throwing that party and people are just scrolling by. They didn't realize that there's a party going on, but you're throwing it and they got it. And I'm so happy that I came up with that analogy because on the fly, (laughs) but that truly is what it is. If we can grow the awareness of our brands by creating great content that engages people that makes them want to come to us that makes it so that every time that we post, they're more likely to see our posts in their feed. And then they're going to comment and then they're going to share it with their friends. They're going to do all of those engagement things. When those people are likely to make a purchase, they're going to come to our business. Absolutely. When they see in the in their Facebook group that somebody is looking for a trustworthy HVAC company, they're gonna recommend your business. They're gonna tag your business's profile in the comments. That's the ROI. It's building that awareness, building that engagement, building those relationships. And eventually that will translate into growth in and, your
1: brand. It, yes, it will. And you know, we've said for a couple of years now, anymore, your brand is built on social. It just does. Your brand is being built on the social platform. So make sure you show up, make sure you're getting engagement. And it's not something you can just do in a part-time level anymore.
0: No, it it really isn't. And as a business owner, don't feel like you have to be a jack of all trades. You have to know all of this. Get help. Find somebody, you know, if you can hire somebody to do your social media in-house, great. If you need to work with an agency. Great. You can work with an agency and have incredible social media make sure to partner with them. Well, though, make sure yes. that that they're providing you, they're asking you questions and they're providing you the things that you need. And they're providing that expert guidance. And then you're able to give them photos or videos that they ask yep. for and your social media. You'll be stunned at how successful your social media yep. is.
1: Oh, no, that's great. Well, today's been fun. I love it when I get to ask the questions and you get to be the expert and you are, you do such a great job. So thank you for today. It was, it was fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun, Shannon. I love talking about this. Obviously I could talk about almost anything all day long, but especially social media. So thank yeah, you. And, and to our
1: listeners, stay tuned after this podcast and two weeks, we're going to follow up with a part two and it's going to be on LinkedIn. So thanks for listening. I'm Shannon Allen, your host, and you're listening to digital marketing ROI.
0: You've been listening to Digital Marketing ROI from Federated Digital Solutions. Do you have an idea for a future episode or a burning digital marketing question? Text ROY to 45364 to get a link where you can share your idea. Subscribe to get new episodes every other Thursday, plus Tip Tuesday insights every week.